You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are here every Monday through Friday. It's Friday night. We got week eight coming, and I got to tell you, we're going to start something a little crazy, a little different at the start of the show, and I want to get, I want you to give it a shot. I, I, I'm going to be just totally, I'm going to go with honesty. How about honesty? Some of you guys out there are not fans of the fantasy BFFs. My friends, Greg Sussman, Frank Stamfel, Mike Florio. They're a little young. They're a little wacky. They have some obnoxious singing at the beginning of the show. See, I sing in the middle of the show so people don't turn off the show. And I suck at it. And I really just tell people I suck at it. Like, these people think they're good at everything. And they're not. They're terrible. And it's annoying. And I'm with all of you on that. But when people do a good job with something or a speculative job with something, you got to give them their due. And today, I'm going to give them their due. But it's not truly the fantasy BFFs. There's one part of the equation that's different. And there's a couple other factors in here that make it different. And one of them is Jake Seeley is involved. Jake Seeley is involved in this. And, you know, Jake's pretty straight and narrow, does a great job with his projections, and does fine work fantasy football-wise, fantasy baseball-wise. Very hard worker. Always does the research. Some people can see him as arrogant. Sort of a, I guess, a Richard for the people out there. And I get all that. But you can't take away what the guy does. He does a great job. Now, what the crazy part is, they bring in Jake Seeley. They do a show called the Fantasy Power Hour where they're going to discuss 60 players in 60 minutes. I like that. I I used to do things like this all the time. But they added something to it. (laughs) They've added something to it. Where Mike Florio, Frank Stanfield, and I think Greg 
Sussman, but Greg's going to cheat a little because he's the host. So I kind of get that. They're going to do a shot every minute. Now, I'm looking, and they're actually doing shots of Bud Light. So it's not hardcore alcohol. And we're going to see how their analysis goes throughout the hour and where it is there. I wish it was a three-hour show, to tell you the truth, and I wish these guys would be laying on the table by the end. That would be great. That would be great radio. But Jake, totally sober. Jake don't drink. Uh, Jake is going to keep them on the straight and narrow, I'm sure. So this ought to be interesting. So even if you don't like these guys, you got to listen to this. It's a fantasy football rewind. I've never lied to you guys. You guys know that have followed me a long time. And I got to tell you, <laughs> you got to listen. Here's, here's what uh, inspired me. Chris Geary on YouTube wrote, I like this episode, boys. I normally hate the show. Good job. That inspired me. When a guy comes out and openly says, hey, I hate this show. But I love it. Keep it up. We're going to take a listen. You bet your ass. So coming back right here on Fantasy Football Rewind, we'll be back with the power hour. 60 plays, 60 minutes, 60 shots. I don't know. Could get ugly. Stay tuned for Fantasy Football Rewind. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. I gotta tell you what. I was thinking about this. I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea if this show's good. Because then we might be hiring hosts in Denver, Colorado. They can smoke 
a bone every single time. They'll hit the they'll hit the bowl. I mean, this is could be endless here. Let's go to the fantasy power hour, and um, hopefully, maybe with the uh, drinking, the annoying yelling won't be so much prevalent in this one. They look a little touched already before the show even starts. So let's get into it. The fantasy power hour. Uh, somewhat fantasy BFFs, Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and Jake Seeley. The Fantasy Sports Network. The Fantasy Salad is here. Mike Florio is here. And the all-in kid is here. And what would a power hour be without beer? So, gentlemen, how are you? What's going on? Doing well, Greggy. I'm excited for this, you know? I didn't go away for college, so I never actually experienced a legitimate... Power hour. Yes. I've but I've never, heard I've heard about it. A shot of beer per minute. I've never done one. So here is how it works. Here is how it works. Ultimately, you take a shot of beer every hour every minute. What we're going to do is talk about one player, one minute. Sixty players, sixty minutes. Pour your first shot of beer. Jake Seely is here as well. Jake will be providing analysis and not drinking. These guys will be providing analysis and drinking. So as soon as you hear this laugh. Begin. And there it is, the first laugh, your first drink of beer, and the first player up is Deshaun Watson. Jakey, people do not want to play Deshaun Watson because he's in Seattle this week. What say you? Uh, he's basically a top MQB, too. I don't trust him against a matchup this bad just yet. I think that you can start Andy Dalton, Alex Smith, other options. It's hard to bench him because of his rushing ability, but... Uh, I think that you could potentially have better options for one week. I know Frank and Mike, you guys uh, are both saying, you know what? We don't need to do Deshaun Watson this week. We like Tyrod Taylor. We like Andy Dalton. We talked about this on the BFFs. Um, where do you guys have Deshaun Watson ranks in your rankings this week? QB 14. I have him just around there as well. 14 or 15, I think. All right, so you have him around 14, 15. So not that far outside um, the QB 1 range. Because um, of his rushing ability. Yeah, of course, because he ultimately has that opportunity. Uh, to rush. Is your shot glass full, Frank? Your shot glass is yeah. full? Uh, I have to imagine we are, we're coming up close. <laughs> and there it is. Take your shot of beer, gentlemen. The next player up here is his teammate, Will Fuller. Will Fuller has scored uh, quite a few touchdowns here this year. With uh, Basically, every reception he has is a touchdown. So, Florio, does Will Fuller continue the streak? No. I said it on uh, BFF today. He, they haven't allowed a touchdown to a wide receiver since week four. I mean, five of his eight catches have been touchdowns. He doesn't catch you a touchdown. I don't want him in my lineup. I don't think he catches one this week. Flora? Frank, sorry. Because of the bye weeks, I think he's still a solid wide receiver three, but he's in that range of boomer bust wide receivers with Ted Ginn, Kenny Stills, in that range this week. I think there are some other guys better. Like I actually like Brandon LaFell better, but he's still a solid wide receiver three. I could see why you could be scared away from the matchup, though. Are you in this week, Jake Seeley or Will Fuller? Where do you have him ranked? Not as a wide receiver three. Ooh. Touchdowns aren't going to continue. Outside the top 36 for Jakey Jakey when it comes down to Will Fuller. Interesting. All right. Well, there's one more Texan I wanted to talk about, <laughs> and we'll do it right now. That Texan that we're going to talk about is tight end Ryan Griffin. You see, the tight end Ryan Griffin is um, kind of in this mix. The Jack Doyles, the Nico Leary's, and Tyler Crofts, and some of these guys we'll talk about a little bit later on in the show. But, Frankie, i got to ask you, in this kind of crew, do you like Ryan Griffin this week? 
I don't hate him. I don't think it's a terrible matchup against the Seahawks. We've seen some tight ends expose that uh, in weeks past, but he's behind that group for me. Like, I'd rather use Tyler Croft. I'd rather use Jack Doyle. I'd, e- I'd even rather go back to a George Kittle, who actually okay. on paper is a pretty good matchup against the Eagles, who have allowed some points to tight ends this year. But he's right behind that. He's like a solid tight end, too. Yeah. Florian. I just tweeted out the link so people can watch us drink. Oh, I forgot to tag you guys. Yeah, you didn't tag us, Greg. I already took care of it. Sorry. Yeah, I want, I want uh, people Jake, watching Jake, Jake took care of it so we can check. So people know to check the link. By the way, Jake, people want a shirt with that saying on it. I know. I've been trying to make them. The shirt, shirt's kind of expensive. I love that the pictures that they sent out have me pissed off. Take that shot of beer as we change teams, and let's talk about Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton. Jakey Jake, T.Y. Hilton, is he inside your top 36 this week? I think barely. I could tell you. Let's, let's, let's find out. T.Y. Hilton is 20. Well, you want half point PPR, don't you, Greg? Always half got, point PPR. 25. Oh, all right. So he's pretty solidly inside the top 36. He's barely a wide receiver three. He's almost wide receiver two. Uh, that's pretty high now. He is almost. I have it's, him in it's his, lower than consensus. I have him oh, in the same range as Jake because, yeah, like, ideally you wouldn't want him to use him, but there's so many teams on by that people are just going – going to be falling down you know I mean people are going to be ranked higher than they normally would because there's just so many people taken out of the player pool this week yeah that's exactly it like it's not a good matchup by any means but he still has that boom potential so he has to be ranked inside the top 30 that's where I have him this week (laughs) there you go with four players down here's number five 55 players here Jack Doyle his teammate is our number five player and Flory, let me start here with you. We talked about Ryan Griffin a couple of moments ago. We talked about the BFFs. You like Jack Doyle a little bit this week just because the targets are there. The receptions are there. So even if he's not going to be a super dynamic by any means, it's probably a pretty good chance he's, he does enough for you. Five receptions in three straight games, four of this past five. Like, he, the yardage may not be there. The touchdowns may not be there. But in PPR, he you have to use him, I think. I think he is a tight end one because of the floor of receptions he has. Normally for tight ends, we look for a touchdown, and he might not get you that, but at least he's getting volume, which is something that we can't project for other tight ends in that range. So at least he's getting that. That makes him a low-end tight end one for me this week based on all the bye weeks. Same for you, Jake? Uh, High-end tight end, too. In PPR, okay. he's higher. Six receptions average over the last three games for him, but it's all PPR for him. All right, and that's okay. As we'll take another shot here uh, of beer when we move on to our next player. Jake, that is Colts running back Marlon Mack. Um, I know everyone's high on him. The snaps were uh, the highest for him they've been over the year, more so even than Frank Gore. What do you think of Marlon Mack this week? I still don't want to start him if I don't have to. Okay. The fact this is similar to the Jets situation. I don't want anything where the backfield is this muddy. You might have to, and if I was forced to choose between Mack and Gore, I'm actually still going to take Gore because I know they're really? going to use him in the goal line situations if they ever get there. Would you guys also take Frank Gore over Marlon Mack? Yes. Yeah. I mean, in maybe in just full point PPR, I might go Mack, but standard and half point, I'm still going to go with Gore based on what Jake said, the touchdown upside. Oh, it's so, it's so interesting. All right. So you guys are- it's, it's not really interesting to me. Like, I don't get it. The bottom line is Marlon Mack got in a game that they were down 27 to nothing. So it makes really uh, that there. You have to go Frank Gore over Marlon Mack. These guys are keeping it together right now. They've got about seven or eight beers in front of each of them. So they're keeping it together. The analysis is very good. So we'll see what happens. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. We're checking out the Fantasy Power Hour. Uh, These guys are knocking down beers like nobody's business. 
And when we get back, we'll make sure that these guys keep in line. Uh, Jake Seeley's uh, watching over their shoulders, making sure they've got everything they need and uh, bringing the analysis in the correct demeanor. So you don't want to go anywhere. You want to get it done. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. You get it on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Monday through Fridays, of course. 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. We'll be back with more. 60 players, 60 minutes, 60 shots of beer. New concept. It's working so far. Let's see if these guys can deliver. that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. And I got to tell you, we're listening to the Fantasy Power Hour. 60 players in 60 minutes, 60 shots of Bud Light in 60 minutes. What do you think about their choice of beer? Do you think that's a problem? They're young kids. They don't make a lot of money. At least they're not drinking Natty Light, right? They're not drinking Natural Light. We as a radio station will not allow our guys to be drinking Natty Light. We would take care of them then. We'd have a telethon if we had to. Let's get back to the Fantasy Power Hour. 60 players in 60 minutes. Is it in PPR you said? I'm sorry? I believe I still... I, I, it's a lot closer in PPR, but I believe I still... In PPR, I'd use Mac. Last week, he set a season high in targets, receptions, and receiving yards. So they said they want to get him more involved, and it looks like it's starting to happen, especially in the past game. All right. <laughs> One of the most popular questions that we have gotten this week is in regards to a defense, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguar defense. They're on a bye, but they've been phenomenal. In fact, they've been the best defense in all of fantasy. Most players, uh, most... Uh, cat Scratch Fever. Get in that Cat Scratch Fever, baby. Jake, um, do you like that nickname for their secondary? Cat Scratch Fever? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you name it? Yeah. Thundercats. Uh, just a good defense. <laughs> Is it a good enough defense that during the bye, you don't drop them, Jake? 
Yes. Uh, if you if you can find a way to hold on to him, you would. I would just go with what the common one was. It was Saxonville was good enough. No, no, no. Their secondary needs one, too. I agree. Because, like, the, Le- the Legion of Boom, the no-fly zone, it's cat scratch fever, baby. Cat scratch fever, baby. The like the the opposing wide receivers they come down with the fever that week. All right, so you guys are all holding on to the Jaguars defense. The two leagues where I own the Jaguars defense, I I did not drop them, and I'm not going to. Same, I dropped Marcus Mariota over them because I have Kirk Cousins and I don't need a quarterback. Anymore. And that's because the Jaguars are the best defense. I'm gonna ignore Jake for this question because I have the same scenario here when it comes to a kicker, and that's Greg Zerline. He's the number one kicker. I know Jake hates him, so again, I'm just gonna aim this at you, Frank, and, and you, Mike. Greg Zerline is the number one kicker in all of fantasy. Just like the Jaguars number one defense. You both, everybody in this room and on Skype, say they're holding on to the Jaguars defense if they can. Are you doing the same with Greg Zarline? No. Why? No, because... He's the same a, concept. He's a kicker, man. It's a defense, man. I, I know, no, but the, the Jags defense, I looked at their scoring and it wasn't like they had one big game. They've had over 20 points, I think more times than they have not. So they're consistently being awesome. Greg Zerlon has a game where he had like 30 points. He actually outscored Aaron Rodgers in one of our home leagues that week. But he's been great, but he's a kicker, man. No one's going to drop money and pick up a kicker on a bye. You could pick him up again next week. The Jaguars have two games with 10 sacks already this season. That's insane. <laughs> and they give all the receivers a dilly fever. Dilly dilly. Moving on, dilly dilly. moving on from Greg Zerline. Let's talk about another Jaguar here, Jake. That is Jaguars wide receiver D.D. Westbrook. Uh, people here have heard he's going to come back potentially as soon as Week Nine, and they're looking to stash a wide receiver. Is D.D. Westbrook the guy to go out and stash? He's on the list. He's definitely behind Doxon and Davis, and probably a few others that might be on your waiver wire. But if you're a deeper league, he's worth stashing because he shows some potential in the preseason. And honestly, outside of last week, Alan Hearns and Marquise Lee have pretty much been disappointments this year. They have been, and I know, Florida, that was what you were saying, that neither of these guys have really taken a stranglehold of the number one wide receiver with Allen Robinson out. You think D.D. Westbrook can make some noise in the second half? Even with Allen Robinson there, D.D. Westbrook was their best receiver in preseason. I know preseason doesn't always matter, but he's shown the ability, and he would have been a high draft pick if not for off-the-field issues. So right. I agree with Major off the field. Call, Corey Davis is number one stash, but I have D.D. right after him. Okay, so there you go. D.D. Westbrook, definitely somebody uh, you should consider if you have the room. Continuing on here, our fantasy power hour. Let's get to one more Jaguar before we, we finish this one off, uh, and that's T.J. Yeldon. T.J. Yeldon has the big game uh, in place of Leonard Fournette this past week. Him and Chris Ivory kind of split time. Frank, I've always been a T.J. Yeldon fan coming out of Alabama. Jake's shaking his head. Um, but I've always been a Yeldon fan coming out of Alabama. Jake knows that about me. Um... Are you picking up him and stashing him with the Jaguars on a bye this week? I am not. I think that they were just trying to uh, showcase him because I heard that they're they're trying to trade him. So I think that certainly makes sense for why they were trying to get him more involved. If you look at the team, though, it kind of makes more sense why he would be a compliment to Fournette as a receiving down guy. Uh, but I think they were just trying to showcase him in that game. I, I still think Ivory is the direct backup to Fournette. Ivory did have nine catches the week before. Jake, so. wh- why are you shaking your head there, bud? Because he's at best the last option in the timeshare. He, he's not worth anything. All right, so there you go. He's, he's not worth it, so, uh, says Jake. Hey, guys, <laughs> you were talking about stashing D.D. Westbrook a moment ago, and everybody at this table, Frank, uh, Michael, and Jake, you guys all said Corey Davis is number one. So let's talk about Corey Davis here for a moment. Jake, what can you expect from Corey Davis the second half of the year? Verizon and Google have teamed up on the Pixel 2. It's like Verizon is the oil and Google is the balsamic. It's more like the Google Pixel 2 is the unlimited storage. And Verizon is the best unlimited plan. I like oil. Verizon. 
Google Pixel. Verizon always sucked for me, and they snuck one in on me. I'm watching these guys drink beers, give fantasy advice, and all of a sudden they stick a Verizon in on me. Them bastards. Let's get back to 60 players and 60 minutes and 60 shots of beer. Right here on the Fantasy Football Rewind. Frenzy today, Corey Davis and Josh Doxon will be top 30 wide receivers in the second half of the season. Both of them, you think? Oh, yep. wow. In one of league They're I both own, that talented. In one league, I own both of them. I know you've been high on Josh Doxon for literally years. You had to just been waiting for it to work out. Well, two years. Oh, that, <laughs> that is years, to be fair. Plural. It's two years. You've been high on Josh Doxon. You think he's the most talented guy there. Uh, you think it obviously it all comes together here in 2017. Absolutely. It's the, they keep opening the door, and Pryor can't run the routes yet. And he's, that's understandable. He's still learning the position, but Doxon's going to kick that door down if they keep letting him. Frank, I think it was you that said if they're going to go with a hot hand at wide receiver, it won't be Terrell Pryor because he can't catch. Yeah, I mean, if we're just talking about hands, he doesn't have any, right? Do we have the bell here? Can we the bell for that one? That was good. I'll just take a shot for that one. One more Titans wide receiver I do want to mention, Florio, and that is Rashard Matthews. I feel like he's kind of an inconsistent year uh, this year. I know I expected pretty big things from Rashard Matthews, and I was all about him. I didn't get him. Um, somebody took him, sniped me out of him. Should I be happy that I didn't get him or what? Jake does water every time the laugh goes off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm not really too crazy over Rashawn Matthews. I, I was earlier on in the year, but this past week I bought into Eric Decker. His targets had been increasing over every the last uh, three or four games, whereas Rashawn Matthews had seen coming into week seven his targets drop four consecutive weeks in a row. But it just seems like the, the Titans wide receivers are going to be too hard to predict. Every week it could be someone else, which could happen to Corey Davis, but I think every year there's some guy that you could pick up in the second half that leads a bunch of teams onto that deep playoff push. I think this year it's Corey Davis. That's why if you own Decker or Matthews, I'm not feeling too great about having them going forward. Yeah, I think Rashard Matthews. We're done with Rashard Matthews. Is a drop candidate. Rashard Matthews is a drop candidate. One person who is not a drop candidate for me is Carlos Hyde. I know, Frank, you are the one that is by far the coldest on Carlos Hyde. As we move on... Two beer number I got two. A little bit left in here. So drink it. Just, just drink it. There you go. Finish those beers. And let's talk about Carlos Hyde <laughs> as we're done with beer number one. Um, oh, we're actually right on time. You finished it exactly when you were supposed to. That was great. Uh, Carlos Hyde, what do you think about him? Oh, man. Look, I, I've been trying to... I want to get rid of him. Like, I don't want to have Carlos Hyde on my team. If he has one more big game, I think I'm trying to sell. I mean, it, it's just... It's an annoying situation. I know you were very passionate about it early. I still have him ranked inside my top 15 this week based on volume, but I don't feel good about the Eagles matchup. I'll just leave it there. I just want to say, watch Fantasy Football BFFs today's episode if you didn't. Greg and Frank, they got passionate about Carlos Hyde. And somehow I call that my... Yeah, he called me out. <laughs> I was on his side with Carlos Hyde. And that's it for Carlos Hyde. Let's talk about a wide receiver that you guys both kind of like this week, Mike and Frank. So I know, I know where you guys stand. So I'll ask Jake about it next. And that's Marquise Goodwin. Is there any love for Marquise Goodwin this week against the Eagles, Jake? Not as much as for his teammate. His teammate can abuse the passing game against the Eagles. You like how I slipped that in there? I but Marquise Goodwin good is a job. boomer bust play. Professional. DFS, flyer only. There's no way I'm starting him seasonal. He could definitely blow up, but, I mean, you're looking at potential two catches for 15 yards. What'd you I, I don't have him top 36, but I have him in that wide receiver. You have him top range. 40, don't you? I have him. He's borderline top 40. He's okay. right around that. Okay. The targets have been there, and if there's anywhere that the Eagles' defense has struggled, it is in the secondary. So it's really just a flyer based on the bye weeks. Interesting. That's man. all it is. There you go. A flyer based on the bye weeks. That's all uh, Marquis Goodwin. Wait, what, what, how does the time work for this? 
What do you, you mean? said we finished right on time. Yeah, right? so 12 minutes in, we should 12, be down one beer. One beer. And that's exactly, oh. that's exactly it's what 12 per beer. I didn't know it was 12 per beer. 12, 12 ounces, 12, 12, dude. 12 times 5 equals 60, man. I was never a bartender. I'm sorry. It's just math. <laughs> or a math major. Take a shot, dude. All right, you guys, we're done with the Niners. Let's, go about the, let's talk about Adrian Peterson here for a moment. I kind of put this out there, Jake, that given Drew Stanton, and I wasn't necessarily saying we should do it, but I wanted to throw it out there. Given Drew Stanton's now the quarterback, and they're going to be behind a lot. Not that they weren't going to be. Could you, like, drop Adrian Peterson if you were desperate this week? No, you definitely can't. Okay. And it's one great game, one bad game. Yep. The last week was a perfect example why you sold high after that great uh-huh, game. But uh-huh. at the same time, he still has RB2 potential for the rest of the year just on the volume alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to trade him right now in a league. And it's hard because he's on a buy, but I'm offering up like AP and another wide receiver trying to get like a Kelvin Benjamin or something because I'm hurting for wide receivers in that league. I think that's something that you can look at trying to do. In standard leagues, I think he still has to be owned. He's an RB3 with the potential to be better based on his volume moving forward. I told no, you you can't trade him based on name. Doesn't matter what you, doesn't matter what you think. How will Drew Stanton being a quarterback affect Larry Fitzgerald? He's been the one wide receiver you were okay to own. Jake, you're shaking your head here, bud. Nothing. If you want to pimp another show, there you go. Listen to the, our show on Target yesterday on demand. The numbers are almost identical with Drew Stanton at quarterback. Oh, that's pretty good then. I yeah. looked at the games though. I, you looked at every game Drew Stanton's ever played, right? I mean, that matters. I know you can say, oh, you could throw out four years ago. Look, it still matters. I looked at all the games he has started, and Fitz's numbers went in games started by Drew Stanton do take a hit. No, no, not that much. It's like a what, 10% hit. Wasn't it like 55 yards a game or something, something like, like that? Like, it wasn't area. great. It was like four receptions no, for 55 yards points. a game. I don't care about the yards. He's actually averaging more touchdowns with Stanton than without. He only has two in games that Stanton has started, though. I didn't look at Stanton games that he came in. I just looked at the game log, and he had one really big game with Stanton, and the rest were not so great. The rest. Go back. Hey. It seems the guys have uh, a little debate on uh, Drew Stanton at quarterback with Larry Fitzgerald and how it affects him. We're going to have to uh, figure that one out because I'll tell you right now, I don't know if it's the. Uh, Jake is on the money, or if Mike Florio and Frank Stanfield, they only had one beer so far. I, I figured out, like, I'm surprised that, like, all that many shots, it's only one beer. But they have, like, little shot glasses, so they're pouring the beer into the shot glasses. So this is a monitored uh, exercise between these guys here. Uh, here, So, you know, I don't know. The millennial kids. Everything's going to be measured. Everything's going to be there. That's the problem with sub shops, too, in America. And you can go and get my take on sub shops in America on iTunes. Stand-up fantasy. I want to make America great again by fixing one sub shop at a time. Check that out on demand. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. We'll be right back with 60 players. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, 
Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicado. We are here, absolutely, getting it done, and you guys are uh, fired up. They're talking 60 players, 60 minutes, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's the Fantasy Power Hour. Jake Seeley, Mike Florio, Frank Stanfield, and Greg Sussman. Sussmania. Yeah, check the link. <laughs> Hashtag... A popular name that I had not honestly heard about until we were checking the GST waiver wire together was Demarcus Robinson, Frank, wide receiver of Kansas City. Why is Demarcus Robinson, why is he a thing this week? I feel like we have to give Jake this one because this is a guy that he was pimping in the preseason and said that if he gets his chance, that he does have some upside. He had eight targets last week. The problem I have is... as. Good as Alex Smith has been, I'm not sure the pass volume can still support another supporting another wide receiver. So, Jake, do you agree, or how do you feel about him? Oh, absolutely. My, my entire point about that was he has the ability to be a number one on any team. Tyreek Hill doesn't. But as you said, even with Alex Smith playing as how he is right now, you're not going to support a third option too often. You'll see some good games, but he's basically a, a bye week flyer. Is he worth a stash? Would you? Uh, he's probably behind all the guys that we mentioned uh, already. But would definitely you stash worth him? a stash because if Kelsey or, Kelsey or Hill gets hurt, I mean, his <laughs> value just skyrocket. Anyone is, is worth a stash, so I always feel. All right, up next here, uh, we're moving on and talking about his quarterback, Alex Smith. Jake, we know that um, Deshaun Watson has a tough spot in a tough matchup uh, against Seattle. Alex Smith also a tough matchup Monday night against Denver. Are you comfortable starting Alex Smith this week? No, I'm not comfortable, but I have him ahead of Deshaun Watson still at 14. The thing is, is he's got a safer floor than Deshaun Watson just because he's more trustworthy at this point, and he actually does run a little bit too. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah, I have him in the same range as Deshaun Watson. I have Watson one spot higher, but very similar. It's a spot that I want to get out of. Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor, if you manage to pick up Alex Smith with uh, another starting quarterback that you had earlier, Philip Rivers, Russell Wilson, one of those guys. Obviously, you're rolling with one of those players. Don't think too much about what Alex Smith has done. It's moving forward, and Denver is not a good matchup. Yeah, I, I agree. I have him, I think, exactly where Jake does, so I'm in the same boat. I have him over Watson there. All right, you both have him over Watson there. Moving on, Demarius Thomas. Frank, you were telling me you believe Demarius Thomas the rest of the way is a buy-low candidate. Why? I was torn, you know, because this is a very good matchup going up against the Chiefs. Uh, and look, he ha- doesn't have a touchdown on the season. So, I mean, from here on out, would it, be, would it surprise you if he scored four or five touchdowns the rest of the way? I don't think it would. This is the matchup where it needs to happen, though. So if you want to buy low before this game, I think that's where you need to do it. But I'm torn because if he has a big game, based on how bad Trevor Simeon has played, maybe you try and sell him. So... It's kind of like an in-between scenario. I know, I know Mike likes more as a buy-low. Yeah, I was talking this up yesterday. I have Demarius as a low-end wide receiver one this week. I think the, this is a prime matchup. And you look at his numbers, and roughly he's on pace for what he did last year, just minus the touchdowns. But like also, but like what he did last year wasn't good enough, we decided and, and yesterday. I, I said to you, if you drafted him where he was getting drafted, yeah, that's he's a bust there. But if you trade for him now, and he does what he's done so far, <laughs> and gives you the touchdowns, you're happy with it. 
Let's talk about your boy. Take that shot, Frank. Um, let's talk about your boy now, Jake. Let's talk about C.J. Anderson here for a moment. Who can I still call him your boy? Is that legal? No, I mean, we kind of we're, we're still flirting on the side. All right, so you're, you're still your side chick. That's fine. C.J. Anderson yeah. uh, got off to the hot start this year, and you and I together were like, finally, the one year you're off of him, he finally goes off. But it's kind of been a slow decline for C.J. Anderson. What's your outlook on him the rest of the way? RB2 conversation. There's a lot of risk here. The more Devontae Booker starts stealing touches from him. You have Jamal Charles has been stealing touches the entire year. Like you said, it started off well. There's still potential given his ability. But at the same time, with this offense struggling, the offensive line is struggling again. Trevor Simeon is struggling. They're down Emmanuel Sanders right now. There's just a lot of concerns here. All right. Um, Flory, you were telling me that C.J. Anderson wasn't as bad as we thought. No, I think he is worse than we think. Oh. Excuse me. Worse than we think. I don't know if Jake agrees or not, but it, I think there's serious splits here. And there are three wins at home. Dilly dilly! Dilly dilly! And that's that. Dilly dilly indeed. And that's that. Let's talk about wide receiver Amari Cooper, Frank. Cooper finally has the monster game we've all been waiting for last week. My question is, before this Sunday, do you sell high on Amari Cooper? No, I think, you know, if you held on to him, you you, you got to just hold now. You got to keep keep it out. And the Bills defense has been a little bit exposed the past couple of weeks, especially uh, in their secondary. So, you know, I don't want to overrate what he did last week too much, but now he's in that very solid to high end wide receiver two range for this week and probably moving forward. If you drafted him, where he finishes is going to be a huge letdown. But no, I'm not trying to sell him if I have him now. I think you can. But I think, Greg, when you were in, uh, in Rome, Nando brought up a good point. Yeah. You could probably still buy low on him because the Amari Cooper owner is going to be desperate to try and trade him after his big game. Worried that, all right, it's possible you had him on your bench last week and this week you know you could start him and he could sink you even further. If you if he's willing to try and sell, you could probably get him for a discount. He probably could, but you also have the owner that's now back high on him because you're buying into that 200 yard game. You know, Jake, what I was realizing while doing some research here earlier this week was that Jared Cook is a top 12 tight end in 2017. Why are not enough people talking about that? Because he shows like four or five bolts a year, and it's good luck trying to predict when those are. So enjoy that. The same thing as Amari Cooper. And to go back to that, people are already overreacting, thinking he's a top 10 wide receiver again for the second half. Look at him breaking out. Anybody who's buying Jared Cook and Amari Cooper, sell. Sell both of those. You, you are selling Jared. I can't talk about Amari Cooper anymore. We're past that. Um, next year, though, well, I'll break my own rules. Next year, are you going to buy do this Amari Cooper thing again, or are you going to just let it go, let everyone buy back in, he's 24 years old, whatever, and just... Pick Same one. thing I do every year. Let somebody else draft him and I'll buy once he starts crapping out again. And then you'll take Michael Crabtree. Yep. Crabtree greatest son, Cooper. Come uh, on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Did he do? Let's, for the next two minutes, we're going to talk about the running backs in Oakland this week. That's one is Jalen Richard, the other one is DeAndre Washington. How's that beer coming along, Frank? Is it one percent empty? Ooh, yeah, it's slow, like a little bit below slowing half. Slowing down here. How are we slowing down? We're literally filling it up as much as we can. It's a I'm shot. I'm telling you, we're getting 24. You're supposed to be done with this next one. After this next one, you're supposed to be done. Oh, we're I'm, not. Just, I'm just filling up the shots as much as I can. Look, right, look how high it is. I can't go higher than that, Greg. You do your thing. We you can to... go up to the brim. That's it. That's all you can do, Greg. You have two minutes to talk about Jalen Richard for uh, and DeAndre Washington. You have to do a shot in between, though. I understand. We got about a minute and a half now. I want to talk about both of them together. Um, is there any chance, and I understand we all kind of like Jalen Richard better this week than DeAndre Washington. Is there any chance, Mike, that these guys have value after this week? I know they have a bye the week after. Marshall Lynch will be back week 10. Is there anything here other than this week? I don't think so. I think they have value as a stash on your bench. I don't think they have get in your lineup value. 
Because Lynch will lead the way, and you have the other one there as well. Sure. Um, There's always a chance, though. There's always a chance, because we said this about Aaron Jones and Ty Montgomery, that Aaron Jones was a good stash. Maybe he was good for one week only, and now he's a starter. So never say never. I mean, Jalen Richard could turn out to have a bigger role. The difference, though, is even if Jalen Richard has a really good game, they're still going to get Lynch involved, and DeAndre Washington isn't going away either. Jake, if you're not starting DeAndre Washington this week and you own him, is there a reason to? Is there a reason to own him? If, there, if I'm not starting, I'm You're sorry. Saying? If I'm not starting this week, I have no plans. I said that very weird. If I'm not planning on starting him this week, is there a reason that I own DeAndre Washington? Oh, absolutely. To the Aaron Jones point that Frank said is, you know, if Lynch comes back, he gets hurt. Lynch comes back and they're pissed off and they don't really want to mess with them anymore, which would be weird. But it's we look at these situations all the time. So if you have a free spot, you do it because it's a why not. Let's talk about um, the laugh hasn't gone off yet. Okay. It's about yeah. to. I can't switch players. I wasn't going to switch players. I was, I was going to talk about something else with Oakland, but now I can't. Instead, we'll talk about the most targeted wide receiver in Atlanta, and that is Mohamed Sanu. But Sanu dominates targets and really has been dominating the receptions. about one more, right? I, I'd say so. Maybe yeah. two. I don't know. And dominating. <laughs> and dominating. Jake, I hope you're ready to carry the second half of this. <laughs> talk about Mohamed Sanu. Greg's trying to. I'm, I'm, Shut up. I'm doing my best. All right, Mohamed Sanu. Someone say something about him, please. Sanu, safe floor, wide receiver three, not much upside, better in PPR because he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. Is that fair, Jake? I believe this is Jake's guy, so. Jake, Jake. It is. Snoo Snoo. Love Snoo Snoo. You do yeah, love Snoo Snoo. Absolutely. You yeah. always love Snoo Snoo. Yep. Yep, better in PPR than he is in standard, but a solid wide receiver three slash four in most any format. He is the Austin Hooper slayer. That's what he is. Yeah, that's true. That's 100% true. Oh, you don't I want like Hooper that. anymore while he's healthy. He is the Austin Hooper slayer. I like that. He is the Jamie Lannister to Austin Hooper's <laughs> Mad King. I can make these references now. There you go. Oh, Florida is trying to prove that he's watched Game of Thrones now. Let's talk about Obama's <laughs> news teammate, Tevin Coleman. Um, Tevin Coleman just 19 snaps, Jake, this past week. I don't know if it was an injury or what's going on, or if Steve Sarkeesian uh, is just an idiot. But if you're a Tevin Coleman owner, can you sell? Do you buy Tevin Coleman? What, what do you do for Tevin Coleman? I'd sell if somebody's going to give me that mid to actually just mid-level RB2, even maybe low in RB2 if I get help at wide receiver. Because here's the thing is said in the preseason is Sarkeesian and college for the most part relied on one running back. So I'm Good surprised point. that Tevin Coleman's seen as consistent usage as he has, but the consistent usage he's been getting hasn't been a ton. So I don't think this necessarily changes for the rest of the season. But we were told, Florio, he's keeping the system of Kyle Shanahan. He hasn't. No, and I own... I own Tevin Coleman in a PPR league, and I have to start him this week due to bye weeks. But I'll tell you this. He has a safe floor. Besides, I think last week was the only week he hasn't scored eight PPR points, but no ceiling. You know, Very low ceiling. You know what the ridiculous thing is? He's got to keep the same system. He doesn't know the system. They're not, they're not friends, Steve Sarkeesian. There you go. We got it going on right here. You know what? He doesn't need to know him. Every team has a playbook. You can read the playbook. And then you can look at the film. There's millions of ways of doing that. But everybody's got pride in their work, so they're going to go put their little own emphasis, their own little spin on things there, and then that changes everything. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're getting fired up. You're getting fired up. Let's get it done, my people.
Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. I love that. Like, we're in this big pop show. You got a day going on. How about that Thursday night game? Were you guys fired up? Oh, my God. How pathetic, how crazy was that? Before we get back to the 60 shots, 60 players, and 60 minutes. I'll tell you what. Matt Moore needs 60 shots. Now, does this prove that Jay Cutler is not that bad? Because Matt Moore was horrible with this offense. Maybe it's Adam Gase. Deion Sanders basically apologized to Jay Cutler. Saying this offense is so predictable and so bad. Matt Moore, 25 of 44, 176, two interceptions. Jay Ajayi continued the not stellar play. 13 for 23. He did have four catches for 18 yards. And PPR catches some points. Kenny Stills at five catches, 65 yards. Leonte Carew, six for 48. Disappointing game for Jarvis Landy, five for 33. Jay I told you at four for 18. Anthony Fasano, two for 11. An absolute nightmare for the Dolphins. Shut out 40 to nothing on Thursday Night Football. Joe Flacco took a vicious hit. A vicious hit from Kiko Alonso, cut his ear, concussion, left at halftime. Ryan Mallett came in with three for seven uh, with a touchdown pass for Ryan Mallett. Alex Collins was the show, 18 carries, 113 yards. He had two catches also for 30 yards. And I got to tell you, i taken on Adam Ronis, a former co-worker of mine, now over at SiriusXM. And he's like a 20-point favorite in our game. And I got that... 20 points out there from Alex Collins. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Gotta get it done. Also, he had a touchdown from Jeremy Macklin. Three catches, 53 yards, returning from an injury. Ben Watson had two catches, six yards, but got the end zone with a pass from Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett also fumbled, but he did not lose the ball. He hung on to that ball. That's a good boy, Ryan Mallett. That guy was... Guy, it seemed like the Patriots liked, but he did not come through. Now, of course, the next game is going to be 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning. So if you got any of those Vikings, make sure they're in your lineup. Browns, what do I want to tell you? You got Duke Johnson, throw him in there. I don't see anyone else playing, but there is a lot of buys. Maybe you're in a deeper league. Maybe, maybe. You got someone to jump in. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind, hour number two coming up. We'll hear from more of the guys with 60 shots, 60 minutes, 60 players right here. They seem to be getting a little drunk because uh, they're disputing how much they drank. Anytime people dispute how much they drank or even that discussion's even happening, that gets to a point where people have 
Probably drank too much. Probably. It's only two beers. What the hell's wrong with these kids? Kids today. They gotta toughen up. They gotta be able to take their liquid and talk football. That's what it's all about, right? Talking a little football, having a couple beers, and that's what life is about. Fantasy Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come back, hour number two, right around the corner. We'll get some more 60 and 60. We'll bring some other tidbits. Thank you for joining us every Monday through Friday. You can join us 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. And if you can't stay up that late, always go to iTunes. Stitcher, Google Play, and get the show. Subscribe, 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 so it goes to your phone automatically. Be back after this.